Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley McRobert. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. We watch this trash so you don't have to. But you can if you want to. And you'll probably want to. So I mean, you're listening to a podcast yes. about reality television. Mm-hmm. Chances are you like it. Ashley and I are coming out hot yeah. on this podcast. We just came from a wonderful brunch. Look Boy, at okay. us. I mean, we brunched the shit out of this Saturday. Just it's Saturday, two by the way. 20-somethings living in Brooklyn. Two teenagers living Artists. in Bushwick. Artists. Going in. We had a, a little bit of, um, uh, this was what I would like to call a brunch close call because we came close to our day being ruined. Um, you know, you guys have all been there. You go to your local brunch spot and it's too packed. And then there's a guy with a little bit of a scum stash who says, do you want to sit at the bar? And you look at each other and you're like, let's get the fuck out of here. Listen, no offense to any of our scum, uh, scum stash blowhards out there, but, uh, this guy, his scum stash was just egregious. It I was mean, bad, and like there were open tables, so come on. Okay, so we went to this place, and we will leave the place. Um, we won't say the name, but it was a French, it's uh, French, French, French style place in Bushwick, Brooklyn, and it's a special treat for us. It's nice. I mean, we went there last weekend. We had a really good experience, so we were like, let's double up on our brunch. We were like, over this there. might be our new place and so we went there and you walk in and and half of the restaurant was filled with people now it's a tiny place tiny but literally like if you drew a line between the front half and the back half the front half was filled the back half had no people in mm-hmm. it. it was a little peculiar but it did seem as though hey we're gonna get a seat you know it's just the two of us we walk in um we talk to this guy uh, he immediately tells us to wait a minute as he passes us and talks to like three other people behind us. Um, also, in that group of people was a mom talking about a table of five that included little children and seems like grandparents. At a French restaurant? Come in, on. In Bushwick, folks. Everyone knows French food <laughs> is for adults only. Listen, I love kids. Hell, Ashley and I teach kids. Yeah. Um, Hell, we might be kids. We might even be kids. But... For some reason, when I am going to any of the establishments that is in my neighborhood, could not agree more. And it's a, a coffee shop or a place of, and a, there is a child. A, and there are children there, or and like parents, or like even like what you would consider a family, like adults, younger adults, and very young adults. I start to freak out. And I just start to resent them. And I'm like, why are you here? Yeah. Of all the places that have TGA Fridays in the world, this is not the place. Go raise your family somewhere else. Seriously, go to a hula hands, folks. You know what? I'll say this now, and this might make me a bad person, but I used to go to this coffee shop, and I'm going to name it, called Milk and Pool in Ridgewood, uh, Queens. We're right at the border of Queens and Brooklyn, for those not in the know. And I pretty much had to stop going there because a husband and wife would come in with their child, baby, maybe toddlerish age, and their babysitter. And the four of them would sit there. And I was like, and the baby would make noises because that's what they do. They coo, they, they cry, they do all the things. I'm like, why have a babysitter and then, you know, take the bit kid with you? Spare how us do all. you know about all? Like, how do you know the dynamic? Uh, uh, I spent how, too much time watching this are family. Are sure they're not just in a strange open relationship? I'm pretty sure. I'm 90% sure. And I've talked to some other people who are also annoyed. Strangers at the coffee shop. Could the babysitter also be like uh, an older child? No. The babysitter could be like a sister to one mm-hmm. of the parents. Okay. But it seems very much like a babysitter. I'll say that I am less offended by parents of babies who bring their babies to a place than two kids that are like seven and eight. Tell me why. Because those kids are, those are people. Those are two little people who are like changing the vibe of a spot where it's just like, can we do this? And I'm going to talk at this level. And also, I would like that. And then the mom being like, is it okay if we have the corner seat? Because we would like to have the window so that um, Petunia and Gregory can have the high chairs. It's just like you have to start accommodating for it. When somebody brings in like a baby in a stroller, it's just like park the stroller next to the table. They usually talk quietly next to the baby. Yeah. And yes, the baby can cry. 
But I haven't been in so many situations where a baby is crying in this neighborhood right. and, and making me want to leave. And if it does, they walk out, they rock the baby to sleep, they bring it back in. I have less problems with that than like two little annoying people. That's who are fair. like, guess what? And then this, and and then the dad being like, I, let me see, do you have any like crayons? Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're trying to accommodate two little pricks, you know? I could, you know what? I, I didn't think I agreed with you, but now I cannot agree more. And it's like, you have to sit, if you sit next to that table you're screwed you're now you're basically living in this family Ugh. you might as well pull up a you, you might know, as well move in yeah you pull up a high chair and, and and sit next to them so the guy with this you know the host at this place with the little scum stash who kind of brushed us over he's like he, he brushed us off he didn't he brush us so if he off. brushed us over i feel like that would be more of a tactile it thing. felt like he brushed us off let's just say he's lacking in the hospitality department and yet he's working in the hospitality department what's up with that and so then he's like i don't know do you guys want to like sit at the bar like our table is going to be 20 minutes and we were like looking at all these open tables and you know nick and i had we had discussed sitting at the bar it was an option folks last time remember that experience we said that we had at this very place that was wonderful that we were trying to duplicate this weekend we sat at the bar yep it's true and ashley am i a bar sitting person nothing in the world makes nick more angry than sitting at the bar i don't like it and i was in a good mood last week so I was like, let's just push for the bars. We can sit right now. I, I like this place. Sat there, had a really nice time. One of the best events I've had in the, in the past month. Guys, events. I'm, guys, I'm so sorry this story is so long. Basically, what happened is we left the restaurant. Then we were walking around hungry. We were starting to panic. Where are we going to find food? Are all the restaurants going to be filled up with the brunch sure, crowds? We, we left in we left in a huff. To we try left to, in a we, huff. We tried to leave, make a we point. made a point. And the only point that the guy didn't realize we he left. doesn't care. We the point we made were like, damn, now we got to like walk around. Now we got to find for a another spot. spot. And and mind you, folks, we're pushing twelve thirty p.m. Prime on a Saturday time. in Bushwick. Everybody's brunching. Everybody is brunching. Yeah, the goddamn Clintons are at Roberta's right now Basically. eating a fucking egg fucking pizza. <laughs> Everyone is getting their brunch on and we started to panic. And you know what? Nick and I have been in this position before. And what happens is we crumble and we don't find a place and we fight and we end up going and like getting some sad bagel and eating it on a park bench. Or or, or, no, Ashley's eating a sad bagel on a park bench. I've refused to get the bagel, (laughs) but also won't get what I want. And I'll just sit there next to the park bench pouting and being upset while she's eating her bagel. And then looking at me like we couldn't have just sat at the bar. We couldn't have just sat at the bar. Ashley. It could have gone bad. Luckily, we were both in a mood to where to explore. Yeah. We had a backup spot. Yeah. There's another spot that's down the street. So we're like, let's just walk there. On the way there, I popped open my phone. Ashley doesn't usually like when I'm looking at my phone while we're walking around, but she made an exception for today. Um, and I was like, you know what? There's another spot. It's another French place. Franche. Uh, so let's walk. It's about six blocks in this direction. Let's do it. We went there. There was ample seating. We sat there. Sure, we were wedged between two other groups of people. By the way, if you want to eat anywhere in New York City, you you know that you are going to be wedged between two other groups of people. If you're eating in New York City, be prepared for someone to be three inches away from your face as you take a bite of food. In a normal situation, you would have been dining with these people. Yeah, like that. That that's is how what, close that's they what, are. Like if you had never been in this situation before in a restaurant like this at first you're going to feel like oh we're at a communal table and we all should just we yeah. i i can but then you're going to realize the tables have like an inch uh, of distance between and them and then that inch is all the that's the world that's right there. the privacy even though you're listening to this tech person talk about what it's like to be a coder and living in brooklyn and you hear the entire conversation you may not turn to that person you may not turn your head an, uh, a quarter of an inch to your left, make direct eye t- contact with the person who's been saying this for the past 20 minutes and say, hey, guess what? Your job's boring. You hate it. She hates it. Quit. You can't say that. You, you have can't. to pretend like you're not hearing this person. It's a lot of mental gymnastics. It's pretty wild. And I, I would say I did not, for I w- the first four to six years I lived in New York City, I was completely 
bothered by this. And I would say before I met Ashley, I probably wasn't in so many situations like this where I was having like a one-on-one. When you are a couple and you go to a place, they put you in the tiny little tables next to the other couples. And it's hard because you're spending like $60 on your oh, meal. dude. You, you just ate a fucking one pancake and you shared a side of bacon and you're paying at least $44.50. Yeah, and you're just like so close to these strangers. Yeah. But I'm like know. so close to where it's like today when the check came, I turned to the coder and I was like, you want to chip in for this? Can you at least leave the tip? All right, I heard about your woes. You should move to Silicon Valley, bro. The, Get out of Bushwick. We had a delicious brunch, but the spacing did cause Nick to go into his uh, usual L.A. spiral, which is what <laughs> happens when he's too close to strangers. He starts going, we got to move to L.A. Folks in L.A., tell me something. When you go to brunch, do you have to sit like el- like elbow to elbow with other people at brunch? Does it happen at every cool brunch spot? Because if that's if that's what's happening there, it would actually alleviate some of the stress. You won't me. move there? Well, it'll just be, it'll, it'll be one less win in their column and loss in mine you yeah know what i mean uh the grass would be a little less green yeah but i mean is there grass over there that's the other thing i really yeah. would like to it's see it's a some desert fucking i don't grass. think there's any grass well are we living in a desert nick he he spiraled the first 10 minutes of the restaurant and he's like we got to move to la he's like i can't die next to a trash can ashley i can't die next to a trash i, I need can. to be able to when i die when i croak i need to be able to see something like a tree or a plant or a or a squirrel for crying out loud. Here, if I if I croak, I'm gonna be next to a tuna can with like two two uh, cats eating out of it, and then a trash can. That's mm-hmm. it. and then two cats eating out of it. Mm-hmm. It, it. It's it's. I know we got grim really quick, but I just want to say that our brunch was eventually. You know, all in all, it was okay. We really didn't plan on talking this much about brunch. What else are we gonna talk about, Nick? Well, we have I, so I do much wanna, to discuss. I, I should say that that is a new segment that we're calling. <laughs> this is called brunch pigs. All right, and that oink, is oink. and that is what we do. We just we we commiserate about brunches. This is brunch pigs. We are the brunch pigs. Um, what do we else? What else are we talk? We had about? like oh. a whole long well, list. Listen, we have a we have a huge news. Um, and I know a lot of you have been waiting for a while to oh, hear. Oh yeah, we got lots of letters about this, guys. It has nothing to do with uh kelso and uh what's oh her name? my god <laughs> one day chelsco and uh tori tori th- listen that that chapter is closed where is that spinoff that chapter is closed no this is a little bit different ashley do you want to drop the good news on the people i got my youtube video taken down y'all folks it worked it she worked. complained and they actually took it down i kept complaining i kept complaining i kept talking to that robot remember the youtube robot that was like there's nothing we can do you know just going back and forth with their customer service and then one day one of those bots over at youtube uh replied with a why don't you try filing this as a copyright issue and i was like oh wow interesting computers are smarter than us and you did and it worked i did and it worked it took forever though i did like privacy um you know personal safety i was like going through every complaint possible and i didn't think about copyright because i haven't copywritten my material technically you know i'm thinking you got to fill out a form right but uh apparently it worked copyright and i'm just so relieved that that video is no longer up and if folks if you aren't a diehard blowhard listener here you're not uh and you don't know what we're talking about well get up on it a few weeks ago ash uh, was talking about how there was a video online with over a thousand views of her performing stand-up comedy on some rogue ass youtube channel that nobody had the password to anymore, and it happened to be like a week after Ashley started stand-up comedy. So Ugh. if you don't know, you don't usually want to see your work documented until the first 38 years of you performing. Yeah, you got to give yourself good. a good 9, 15 years yeah, of performing. Yeah. The first week, I come on, I'm like, hi, hi, y'all. I mean, I still have such a thick accent. I'm going by Ashley Roberts. I'm talking about being a dog walker. So many things wrong. So many, Ugh. Uh, but it's rectified, folks, and I it's and it's due to you it. guys. You guys called YouTube. Yes. You got to remove. Thank we got to thank the blowhards thank on this you, one. Blowhards. Many many thanks. You guys for are the, the best. Blowhards. What else we got, Nick, on the docket? Well, um, Ashley, uh, you had a uh, 
um, a, a tough week of commercial auditions. I'm just really sick of commercial auditions. I know that's like a dumb thing to complain about because um, it's like they should be fun and I should be excited that I'm going on auditions and stuff. But this last week was just like non, it's nonstop grueling time suckers because it takes like an hour to get ready. You know, an hour to leave the house and get there, an hour to audition, an hour to get home. That's a day, y'all. That's a four-hour day, and that is... A day you're not being paid for. A day I'm not being paid for, and I'm just, like, over it. That's a day. That's a four... Imagine if it took you four days to get a lottery ticket. Like, that's four hours, excuse me. Yeah. Four-hour day to get a lottery ticket. Like, you had to wait in line. It took you an hour and a half to get there, an hour and a half to get back, and you have to wait in line for an hour to get your lottery lottery ticket. And if you don't go get your lottery ticket, then the person who is letting you buy that lottery ticket is like, well, I'm not going to let you buy lottery tickets anymore unless you go today. you got to keep getting them every day. You have to keep going. Or you're not going to be able to get the option to get them. And so this week, I had, like, like six auditions. They don't tell you when you lose. Yeah. Like, Like, you just... Just have to like find that old lottery ticket like two weeks later and go. Oh, I never heard back. Did I win this lottery? Yeah. I guess I didn't. Or you can be me who walked into a, a a casting room last week and the casting director was like, "Oh my God, Ashley Brooke Roberts, you should be on a train to DC right now. You missed it by like the hair of your teeth." Which, by the way, a horrible saying doesn't make any sense. Skin. Skin of your teeth. I think he said hair. I really do. I think he said hair. I think it's by the hair of your chinny chin chin. And the skin of your teeth? Yeah. Well, then that is on him. Because I walked out being like, who has got hairy teeth? And and then he was just like going on. He was like, you were real. I really thought you were going to get it. Like, it just came down to you and this other girl. And, you know, it really seemed like they were going to go with you. I can't believe they didn't pick you. And I'm like, okay, well, now I'm going to audition for this Spectrum commercial. You know, it's just a lot of. Yeah. It's a lot. It's hard, y'all. And that is why I really need you guys to buy this podcast, I guess. I don't buy know. It. Buy it. Go Somebody. to a podcast store and buy this fucking thing. <laughs> buy the pod. Um, so, Ashley, also, you had a great experience last night. I really that. did. You I know, really did. Uh, you went You went to a, uh, a really fun show at the Bell House. There are There is a comedy dance troupe called Cocoon Central Dance Team, and um, they've been uh, doing stuff in around the city since I started comedy, and I've, I've had the wonderful experience of being on shows with them. And then last night was their 10th anniversary show, and they did it at the Bell House. It, was, it must have been sold out. I'm I mean, it was like standing room only. We were packed in there. And it was a joyous experience. You guys check them out. Cocoon Central Dance Team. It, they're, they're good dancers and they're funny. And it's like, it's just, it's a delight. And one of the ladies is uh, one of the wrestlers on Glow, right? Yeah, Sunita is on Glow. And I don't remember her character's Me name. Me neither. It's a good character, though. I but can't wait for that show to come back. That was such a good show. I'm, like, so all in and addicted to professional wrestling right now. Yeah, I, you I'm, really are. I don't know. Maybe you guys know that I go through, like, crazy, like, black holes with my obsessions. And the mainstays are music, professional wrestling, what else? What am I like completely? Do I get? Co- oh, reality comic books. Re- comic books, but reality television for sure. But that has turned into a thing. That well, you I've made kind of, you forced it on it me to the point where I'm like, I don't know. I can't really watch this stuff. Started anymore. a podcast. <laughs> maybe I should start a pro wrestling podcast because maybe I won't want to be. You should. Not that I hate reality, but it does. There is a point when when Ashley and I are like, when are we gonna fucking watch the last episode of Double Shot at Love, <laughs> Ash? We only have a few minutes, and you know when that starts to become that, it's it's less. Passion and more Whenever you try and like turn your hobby into something that is more than a hobby, uh, it takes all the joy out of it. I'll tell you, my hobby growing up was watching comedy. So I'll tell you, it, it's been a really tough, tough to land when you when your hobby turns into a thing you're trying to make a buck off of. You know, it's speaking it's, it's a of real making thing. a buck off. Nick and I are going on tour, folks. This is big. Uh, I need you to. I know you weren't. You tuned us out up until this point. We'll <laughs> retune in because this is we're actually going to be promoting some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Ashley Brooke Roberts That's me. is planning on recording an album this coming uh, quarter. Yeah. Uh, in the next November seventeenth. If you guys are in New York City, when whenever that happens, oh, it is new November seventeenth. Mm-hmm. Well, mark it on your calendar, but we'll remind you. But before that, Ashley's got to get herself in uh, album condition, and so uh, she has thrown together a little tour for herself. And y'all. I'm coming along. I'm hosting the goddamn thing. 
going to be a lot of fun, and we have four dates. And Ashley, please read those dates now. June 15th, we'll be in Philadelphia at the Good Good Theater at 10 p.m. Tickets are $16. June 16th, we'll be in Richmond, Virginia at the Coalition Theater, 8 p.m. Tickets are $10. June 18th, we'll be in Asheville, North Carolina at the Lazoom Room. Tickets are 8 p.m. Nope. It's at 9 p.m. Tickets are $8 in advance, $12 at the door. And on June 19th, we'll be at Chapel Hill, North Carolina, at the Pet, 8 p.m. The People's Improv Theater, there's one in New York City. Well, there's also one in Chapel Hill, folks. That's right. we are performing in Chapel Hill. That's right. What are you going to get? Well, you are going to get Ashley (laughs) doing a full stand-up set. Yep. Uh, and and the name of the album is the, the name of the tour is this could be my album. Yep. So uh, you may be hearing the album live. Yep. Uh, and what else? Well, I'm going to be doing some stand up comedy. I will be the master of ceremonies. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we get our shit together, we may have some audio visual uh, properties. Who uh, knows? Some, some maybe some videos, maybe a fun bit here and there, and you'll also get. Couple of surprise sets, maybe some people from the city, maybe some, some of our friends. It'll be a lot of fun. It's gonna be very low key. All the places we're playing are like, I would I would assume all the places we're playing are like all ages, right? I think so. I mean, we're not playing any strict bars. I don't think correct. So you can go ahead and if you're under the age of twenty one, go and come out. And yeah. if you're a blowhard, let us know that you're gonna go to one of these shows. And who knows, maybe we'll bring you some stickers or something. Yes. Or we'll thank you and we'll take a picture with you. We'll do fun stuff for uh, our, our Reality Blows fans that come Totally. Out. But let us know. Email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com and let us know that you are going to come to one of these shows and we can maybe, I don't know, talk to you about it and do a little something special for our friend who's going to come visit visit us. That'll be very nice. We definitely want to meet some of the people who are listening to this show. And although this isn't a Reality Blows tour, it basically is. It's Ash and I. Yeah. You know, and we are um, probably not going to be talking much about reality TV, but we are going to be talking about our lives, and we do that a lot on this podcast. So you already know us so well. Yeah, and you're about to know us a little bit more. So make sure that you get out there and go – uh, uh, to one of these shows and go and check Ashley's Instagram. Check it. Um, and you can actually see the tour poster and the promotion for this thing and save the date and do all that fun stuff. Yep. Um, but for right now, folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to uh, resume talking about a double shot at love. Ashley and I have caught all the way up. All the way. We watched the first four episodes. Uh, we have a lot more to talk about with this show. Break um, four champions. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, so stick around. We're back. So we're going to talk about a double shot at love. Uh, if you didn't listen to last Monday's episode, Ashley and I pretty much reviewed the first episode mm-hmm. of the show. Now, the show is on MTV. It is a dating show with Jersey Shore's own Vinny Ooh. and Polly D. Ooh. And the premise of the show is the both of them are in a house with 18 women, something like that, and they are trying to find their true loves in this house. They're trying to find something deep, something real. Mm-hmm. It's a dating show cut from the dating show, um, uh, what do you call it? Cut from the what? Cloth. Cloth of other, it's <laughs> <laughs> like fat, no. Uh, from every other dating show you've ever seen, uh, yeah. kind of like The Bachelor, Bachelorette. It feels Flav- like a it's like a flavor of love style thing. A VH1 heyday mm-hmm. mixed with celebrity, all that good stuff. So uh, that's what you're getting here, and we're not getting any. We're not rewriting the book any. They're just putting their own little Jersey uh, accoutrement on Absia. top. Cabs yes. here. Uh, what some some fun stuff is when instead of uh, you just being sent home on your way when you get eliminated, they call a cab for you. And unfortunately, your cab is here. Yeah. Uh, and At a yellow cab in Los Angeles. In order to instead of the rose ceremony, what it is is you're texting somebody. Can uh, you know at first? Can I get your number? And now they're just texting girls to come down in groups to tell them that they're great or that they need a little work. Yeah. Uh, they're doing a lot of Jersey themed, um, you know, uh, game games and uh events you know to kind of fill out the episode Oy vey. and uh, uh ab- above all we're getting a lot of eccentric um women who mm-hmm. w- who would 
agree to come on a reality show, and then also be excited that the people that they're about to date are people from the Jersey Shore. So you can imagine that those women are um, different, maybe. They're strange. There's a couple of strange birds in there. And you know what? The competition is getting getting uh, heated up. So, Ash, yes. um, where do you want to start? I want to start with the name, A Double Shot at Love. When we discovered this show, I was like, Nick, hasn't this been a show before? And you were like, no, it hasn't. And then you came to me with some very interesting information. What was that information? Well, you were like, wasn't that Tila Tequila show? And no, Tila Tequila show was a shot at love. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is a double shot at love. Upon putting together the episode for last week, and I was Googling names of things, I Googled a double shot at love, and the first thing that came up was a spinoff from the Tila Tequila show called A Double Shot at Love. What the heck? And it is about two twins who were dating. Now, I had mentioned last week that there was already a twin dating two people thing, yeah. which was A Real Chance of Love, which had a couple of seasons on VH1, which was a spinoff of I Love New York, which was a spinoff of Flavor of Love, which was a spinoff of Strange Love, which was a spinoff of The Surreal Life, mm. which was a parody kind of or a send up of the real world mm. and which the real world is, is, is just basically true life, mm. not the show, but the actual life we live. Yes. College, if you will, if you will. Um, so I was just, it was strange that there was a season of a television show called a double shot at love. And I believe it was on MTV. It could have been on VH1. I don't really know. Didn't do the research, but strange that they? they decided to do that. No, how can they do that? How can they do it? I, you know, there's something about television names that I think you can Aren't repurpose. Permanent? You can repurpose them. Well, I'm going to start the Andy Griffith show, and it's going to be about <laughs> me fishing. <laughs> I would watch that. Um, this is the thing is it's like they couldn't have thought of two names. They couldn't have thought of a name for this show that wasn't already used. Like... Two meatballs and a sub sandwich, or well, they really wanted to call it Juch Manor, or yeah, uh, or uh, or Guido Guido Mansion. Mansion. Yeah, that's what they were saying on the first episode. But a double double shot shot of love, I kind of get it. They they do a lot of shots at bars. There's two of them. Double shot is a thing. You know, I get it. Um, and then a shot at love. You know, it, it works. It worked for me until I found out that there was already a show like this with the same name. Yeah. Um, anyway, beyond that, uh, what, what else? What are you thinking? What did you think after watching the first episode, basically? I really liked the first app. I've liked all the episodes. We've gotten, this show is doing a really good job of checking off all the right reality television boxes. We've got characters in there we've got um, people we know uh, relationships that have already been established I mean Vinny and Polly D obviously and then we've got these girls who some of them seem normal and then some of them are very weird I'm looking at you Christina yoga teacher who was doing some strange things there was a woman in the house red flags right away whenever a woman says that she doesn't have any female friends yeah that's tough you've uh We've come across some people in these shows where they say, I just don't get along with women. I do better with men. And Not a good sign. What does that mean? What does that actually mean? Can you imagine a man saying that? I just I'm, I just do better with women. I don't I don't have any guy friends. Like if a guy said that, wouldn't you be like, well, that's strange. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Well, what do you mean? What does it mean? I want to know what. Why? Why does this type of woman not get well, along with other I'm women? Well, I'm no therapist, but I would say insecurity has a, is a big part of it. They want to be the center of attention. They don't want any competition. They are unable to see women as, uh, as um, you know... Uh, equals? Not necessarily equals, but they don't appreciate the enormous fruit that comes from female friendship. Mm. They don't see that as, oh God, now that we're talking about it, I'm like, is it internalized misogyny? Where they're like, why would I even bother befriending a woman? What could she offer me? Women have no power. That could be an option. I usually just write it off as insecurity. And whenever this happens in real life, when I meet someone who doesn't have any female friends, I usually try and stay away from them because I do not get along with this type of person. 
Yeah, you've mentioned it quite a bit. Where the red flags that are it the happens com- the comment of I don't re- I'm not real I don't really get along with other girls. And it used to happen in stand up more. I mean, there's so many more women in stand up, which is great. But when I started, it felt like I would come across that. You hear a lot of this in Are You the One? Yeah, where you'll get a bunch of people like I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm not really that friendly with girls. Yeah. I don't have any real girlfriends. I like to be the only girl in the house. Stuff like that. Like yeah. that's not a good sign. Um. So after the first episode, I was pretty much all in. I I I enjoyed it. I I I feel like these uh, shows move at a pretty decent clip. It's being produced well for sure. For a show that does not leave the premises of of the house, and it that's seems very like. odd. Like all of these um, sort of activities they're doing, they are doing it in a secluded way. Like they have like a boardwalk uh, night, date night, where they're they going go to the Jersey Shore. Basically, they bring the Jersey Shore to you. They bring the Jersey Shore to a parking lot and they put a fence around it. And it's like we've rented out this parking lot, and there are games you can play and a Ferris wheel. And it's just you guys in yeah. like a creepy Scooby Doo like way, an abandoned uh, carnival. And the same thing happens with um when they go to the club the club's just like a room it's in, the mansion. in the basement of the mansion yeah and paulie d puts on his ipod and then uh, the girls embarrass themselves by dancing strangely yeah um yes but they and then and, and like they do like a runway thing at, and that's in the backyard then they do now i understand they're trying to make this on a budget they don't have all the money in the world and also we know from watching the uh reboot of jersey shore family reunion family vacation yeah um they don't go out anymore they have a hard time going out because they can't they're so they're super famous that if they go out they wouldn't be able to shoot so like if you guys remember when we were on the train of the family vacation and actually watching them each week ashley and i thought it was kind of boring that they weren't ever out with the people they would be in vegas and it would seem like they were kind of being like you know, shipped from one bar to one restaurant to one huge hotel room to the next without actually encountering humanity. Lots of secluded dinners. Everyone's sitting at the dinner table talking in a restaurant, but clearly in a restaurant where they have like tape around them. And how is Snooki supposed to get punched in the mouth uh, by a stranger if she's never oh near a stranger? You know I can't what I believe mean? that like, happened. But I mean, that was what was so exciting about the Jersey Shore is they were legitimately on the A woman the could boardwalk. get hit at any moment. They would be walking around. People would be staring at them. Yeah. And yeah, maybe they kind of blended in the first season. But after it became like an international success, yeah. uh, they really were, people were picking fights with them. It, it was a liability for them to go outside. And that a liability created drama in which i was interested in it got me hooked and now they all have families they can't go around getting punched in the face it's what made the italy season boring even though there was some plus there was clearly some drug abuse happening on that season yeah but like they were not they were in that house in that apartment for so long and they would go to like a, a place and it would clearly just be a roped off area they couldn't mingle with the people and you're not mingling with any people on this show, but you don't have to because there are strange interactions happening behind every wow. corner because you've bust in the super fans that would be gawking at yes. them. They are on the show. Yeah, one of the super fans, her name is Holly, and she is um, she's something else. I don't she's either even... lives in Old Bridge and from Matawan or from Matawan and lives or, or from Old Bridge and lives in what Matawan. What does that mean for people who Those are, are not... towns, townships in Monmouth County in New Jersey where I grew up yeah I, I, I was born in Hazlitt New Jersey uh, my mom lives uh, in Ocean Grove my dad lives in Red Bank we are of the Jersey Shore yeah um, and this girl is of the Jersey Shore she's probably my age so she grew up in the whole thing of like watching the show identifying with it as she's gone to probably she went to college at some place and people are like where are you from and she's probably like I'm from the Jersey Shore and they're like oh like that television show or you like one of them and she's like kind of like tan laundry gym whatever gym tan laundry um tan laundry gym i need tan laundry and there's got to be a man named jim to do it that's what that means um so yes she's lived in this bubble and now she's living out a fantasy of trying to get paulie d to kiss her yeah she wants to kiss paulie d so so bad. bad 
and she constantly is quote unquote putting her foot in her mouth. Oh um, my god! In many different ways, this Holly. The second that she was like even semi alone with Polly, she was like, "My friend said that you were cheating on your girlfriend at the, at the Starland Ballroom, which yeah. is in Sayreville, New Jersey, which I've seen the Dropkick Murphys at. I think I've seen uh, Hate Breed there. Wow. Uh, oh, I saw. Um, where else did I see? Uh, oh, I saw um, Method Man and Red Man. Oh my goodness. Uh, at the and Ghostface. Actually, well, Polly D. She's like my friend's a bouncer, and it's he... a club. It's like a big club. Yeah. But it's like you're trying to get his attention and trying to get him to smooch you and you're calling him a cheater. My friend works at Starland Ballroom and said that you cheated on your girlfriend there. Is that true? <laughs> and she, he's like, what? What are you talking he's about? He's like, I huh? would never cheat Why? on my girlfriend. I don't, I don't do that. That's a lie. Yeah. This is what I hate. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, no, no. I brought that up for you to like me. Like, <laughs> And he's like, Why? I don't understand how that would make me like you. Yeah. I'm, Literally, this whole episode was about how I never cheated before, and now you're yeah. saying that I'm a cheater and whatever, whatever. Another fun and scene she's like, with I her. I can't believe I blew it. I thought that was gonna make him like me. Another fun um, scene with her is when she gets Polly D alone in the van, or she like smooches ne- up next to him, smushes up next to him when they're coming back from the fake Jersey Shore, and she's like, it, the producers do or the editors do like a montage of her asking uncomfortable questions, and Polly just like leans against the van so uncomfortable and she's like what's it like to be famous and then it cuts to her being like oh my god like you're Polly D and then it cuts to her being like do strangers ever weird you out and then it cuts to her being like, like can you like go to a restaurant without yeah. like a bodyguard yeah and then it's and then she's like so when like people are um, people put their hand in front of their eyes when they're making out on TV on a reality show to block the camera light out of their eyes it's not any other reason right because it must be really tough to make out on camera and then he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I guess I'll, she's like, I guess I'll find that out soon. Yeah. And Polly's and like, Polly's like, couldn't turn his head further away from her and just stare out the fucking window of the bus. Yeah. As they're trying to get back from this abandoned carnival back to their abandoned mansion. Yeah. Uh, she, and, and then it becomes, there's a, they do a dirty laundry episode where there's really no game here except you're guessing what gross things that the other group of girls Dark have secrets. admitted about themselves and then vice versa and the thing that she admitted to a producer to be a dark secret is that she when she's nervous bites her toenails yeah literally putting her foot in her mouth which i thought was quite fun amazing and also like all the other girls like kind of knew how to answer this yeah for the most part they were kind of like yeah, I've had sex with like three guys at once and like, yeah, I've dated six guys at once and yeah, I've only had one boyfriend. Like these are the things like relationship like style yeah. things. And Holly from Matawan says, I bite my toenails <laughs> and then is like obsessing over it afterwards being like, do they think, are they going to think I'm gross? And, yeah. Well, what do you think? And it cuts to the guys being like, hey, at least she's flexible. Yeah, <laughs> I know. What a, what a bunch of creeps. Uh, another person in that game, Dirty Laundry, who, who, played that see i think that's playing it right i think like um showing something about yourself that's like a cute kind of gross thing instead of like your sexual history is the way to go no no i definitely because you're talking you're going to talk about marie also from jersey from from maria from west new york new jersey which baffling to me that's where she's from west new york new jersey yeah which i believe is right outside the holland or lincoln tunnel or something like that is that like hoboken but like closer to the city almost i I don't know hoboken i think is i I really don't know but it's close to there and uh her thing that she admitted is that she's got hairy toes yeah hairy toes and it kind of makes her cute because she's I mean, let's be honest. The girl's almost perfect looking. Right, right, right. So it's like, oh, she's got cute little hairy toes. Right, and I'm sure they're not hairy at the moment. Yeah, you know I mean? I'm sure she's shaving those toes. She's got to be waxing them toesies. Um, but she's hitting it also. This is Maria from Are You The One? Season 7, who Nick and I both really liked in her season, but we only got to see her for like a week because she was a perfect match right away, went off to the couple's house, and then we barely got to see her again. But she is hitting it off with Vinny big time, and it's because they both 
like tentacle porn. Yeah, so they they bond on like the first night over creepy porno stuff. Yeah. Um, and the way that Vinny keeps kind of hearkening back to the moment in which they both bonded over these things just weirds me out about Vinny. He brings it up too much. It's just like, Vinny, how much tentacle porn are you watching? Like, yeah. You are like legitimately famous. Yeah. So... Although there was a girl on the show that said, I'm sorry that you're not, that no one knows who you are. Okay, that's Christina leaving, and we are going to talk about that when that happens. But let's talk about this Maria, okay. Vinny, love for a minute. How do you feel about this? Um, I think that do you, I think that they could be a cute couple. I think Maria and Polly D are more fit for each other personally. But Polly D has something going on with a girl named Nikki who's getting very clingy. And she's not, a stage five clinger. She's not behaving well. And in terms of looking good on the show, like she keeps crying. And then Polly has to go over there and be like, nobody's, you know, you don't have to worry about these girls. Like, I feel the way I do about you. Like, just chill. Like, you I don't chill. understand what I, she must be getting a bad at it. Yeah. Do you think she's getting a bad at it? Because mm. I don't see Polly I don't see what Polly sees in this girl. When she walked in the house, yeah. Vinny and Polly both kind of lit up a little bit and liked her. Yeah. Because um, she's, she's from Jamaica. You know, there's like a whole she's kind of a little different than these other girls. Let's put it that way. There's only, I would say uh, there's only three black girls in the house full of girls that almost look exactly the same. The majority of the house are white girls with very dark hair. Um, then there's like a couple of blonde there's girls. Like three they're, they're weeding the blondes out. Yeah, real blondes quick. are getting cut. The Midwest blondes are getting cut. And then there's a lot of girls that. There's a couple of Asian girls, maybe? There's a couple of Asian girls, but the majority of the girls seems to be a white girl that is of like either Spanish. Um, Middle Middle Eastern or or Mediterranean like descent. descent. Yeah, it's a very Jersey Shore look. S- very Jersey Shore look. Like you don't, you're a white girl, but you don't look bad with completely dark features. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then there's a couple of white girls that are blondes who like they did not connect to and have not connected to. No at one all. seems to like them. One of them's a weather girl from Nebraska. Uh, one of them they kicked off the first episode because it looks like Polly D's ex, like yeah. exactly like Aubrey. And was her name Ashley? There's an Ashley maybe. on there. And then who's the other white girl with blonde hair? Is there another one, or is that it? Have they kind I of? I think there was three. I think there was three. They were like, nah, out. Yeah. Um, and then there's a few girls that look very much like um like they had a little less juice for the kardashian mold mm-hmm. you know like you're making kardashians and it's like you have a little less mold juice well they some look like, like snooky they're yeah. snooky like they're, they're very snooky like um which is kind of like could be italian could be persian very dark hair mm-hmm. very bubbly with like big old butts and dress very nicely you know what i mean nick like, i'm just saying that because so, I'm, I'm thinking of them one of them's name is l right yeah that that girl kind of looks like that the girl lashes b lashes kind of looks like no b lashes is very much like the jersey italian yeah i'm talking about uh there's l there is, ooh, I just had her in my mind. Susie, the one that Paul uh-huh. Paulie took on the Ferris well, wheel. Well, she looks like Snooky. She yes, looks but Jersey she also, Shore-ish. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. These are the girls that look like they could be Kardashian cutouts. Yes. Like They went to the school of Kardashian. Marissa. But just, I don't remember who Marissa looks like. But th- they all look very, very much alike, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, you know, uh, then there's the, jer- you know, anyway, I don't know why we're going through all this stuff. But- Nikki is a little different, okay? Mm-hmm. She's a beautiful African-American girl. Actually, she's a beautiful she? Jamaican-American yeah. girl. She's, like, from Jamaica, and she has, like, a Jamaican patois when she wants to. She's And she's petite she's and fit. She's petite, fit, very pretty. Mm-hmm. And so at first, Vinny and Polly are like, whoa, who is this? She's like, all these girls come in, they look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Then they drop this girl in, and she's hot and looks different. Immediately your eye goes to attracts to something that is a little different than the rest. I mean, right. that's just humanity right there. Yeah. I get the initial. As soon as they start talking to her and she starts kind of explaining her game plan and then you start to see what she's like after she gets a little bit of attention, she feels dis- like she's owed Polly D at this point. She makes me, she reminds me, her behavior reminds me of Aubrey O'Day. Uh, no. On Marriage Boot Camp Celebrity Audition. 
uh, addition just because she she does feel there's an entitlement there with Polly and she seems hard to please and that is what I got off Aubrey <sighs> I didn't get that at all no Aubrey okay. uh, Aubrey I kind of felt like there was a thing where she was like on that show in particular she was like I'm bringing Polly here to punish him like I'm I want to come on this show and I want him to admit that he's a cheater and when he does I'm still not going to give him anything like that was what I got from mm. her from Nikki I'm getting like there's been a little bit of engagement between Polly and Nikki. And so Nikki was like, okay, we're dating. And who are all the rest of these girls? Yeah. And meanwhile, it's like, no, 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 no. That was the first episode. Yeah. Like so much so that in episode three or something, they had to call Nikki down and like put her in check by being like, hey, Nikki, just to let you know, we and did by make they- out. You mean Polly and, and Benny, not producers. No, yeah. like just be just so you know, we did have like a good moment where we kissed, but like I still got to date all these girls. Yeah, I want you to stay here, but you need to know that. And she was like, "I get what you mean. You love me, and you're lying about the rest of it." Yeah, and then Polly's like, "Whatever," and then sends sends her back to their room. Like, I just don't see that. I feel like she's getting iced out by the other girls because the girls feel like. She has put her talons in on this she guy. Has. She has. And she's acting as if, like the this it's is over. This is it's over. I I'm gonna try to stand as much as I can the formalities of this right. dating. But show. we all know that Polly and I are in love. We're in lo- like it's it's very odd. It's odd at the carnival at the Jersey Shore game. Um, Polly D and Vinny they competed in like a strongman competition to see who could have a special date with a gal on a Ferris wheel. And Polly D won the strongman competition. And when he won, Nikki goes, "Oh, I won." And then Polly was like, I'll take Susie on the Ferris wheel with me. Yeah. he's but And he says it like, I want to take somebody who I've spent the least amount of time with. Yeah. Susie, would you come on the Ferris wheel? They're on the Ferris wheel for nine seconds. They make out. Yep. Um, and we don't, it looks like Nikki sees it and reacts to it. I don't think she saw it. I don't it. think she saw it. I yeah. think she was reacting to the fact that she was chosen. Yeah. Um, so I, th- there's there seems to be a lot of resentment with the other girls. By the way, the other girls have also made it clear to the boys whose camp they're in. Yes. Uh, they made them choose for another event in which it was like a sumo competition to push somebody out of a circle. And uh, it looked like Paulie was going to lose. I mean, win because he's so much bigger than Vinny, but Vinny kind of twists and turns. We've seen it in the challenge quite a bit. He yeah. used his own weight against him. Vinny wins, and before that, they had to choose, like, robes to wear. Yeah. If you're on the blue side, you're on Vinny's side, so there was, like, four girls on Vinny's side. It was side. six and nine. Six girls on Vinny's side, nine girls on Polly's side. Yeah. And then, uh, so now you get to actually know who's on whose side here. And uh, it, it, I wonder, do you think that some of the girls have chosen Vinny based on them knowing that there's going to be less competition? A hundred percent. Okay, okay, okay. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vinny is not the prize here. And I, interesting. I, I hate to say it, but you they, don't have to uh, listen. I, I, I think everybody knows it. I feel they're like they're doing they everything but saying it. MTV. I feel like MTV did Vinny wrong because it's like you're going up against Polly D, like everyone's perfect man. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, like Polly D is like the best. <laughs> you love him. I love Polly D. Uh, they both do look weird, the guys, a little bit. Polly D, their the age best. is showing. The age way. is showing, but like Polly's Polly got D's so like, much Botox going on like he's getting rid of his crow's feet to the point where his 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 some face lifts and like stuff yeah to his skull and vinny's got caps and his caps are bothering his, me the caps are too big he and he can't keeps... fit his teeth in his fucking mouth it, it's 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 a weird look for vinny it's a weird look and it's also his face is like melting with age kind of it's and, strange and he's got a strange keto body so he's like super lean and he's not really he's cut got at all flab. He's, got, he's got a lot of tattoos on this pasty body <sighs> of his and you know, uh, I saw a post on Reddit that was like um, talking about Jersey Shore casting, and it was like, wh- like who's in charge for g- getting this beady-eyed, negative dork on the show? Talking about Vinny. Yeah, they don't like Vinny on that board. They huh? don't like Vinny on the Reddit board. But let's be honest, we liked Vinny up until we, like we watched uh, the family vacation. We thought yeah. Vinny was a little condescending to the women. Yes. Didn't we think? Yes, we did. And so we kind of turned and it really turned out that Paulie was the best on that show. Cause yep. he's always having a good time. He has 
Zero drama comes with Polly though. Yeah. That's the only problem with Polly. You can't just watch Polly on a TV show. Zero drama. Right. And when it gets hot in the kitchen for Polly, he changes on a dime. L- remember the marriage boot camp? Oh yeah, he'll or whatever leave. it was. Like he was like, I'm not doing any of this. Like yeah. I'm not having any fun. This is miserable for me and I don't like it and it's not fun to watch him squirm. Yeah. So it's good that you keep him on a pedestal, keep him away from the drama, let him be the fun of it, let him be the heart of it and you but he needs to have somebody to cheer up. You know I what I mean? Agree. And it, without somebody to cheer up and to plan a day for, he's kind of got nothing, you yeah. know? So there is a magic to the casting of the Jersey Shore that you need. There is. Um, and I think Vinny is that person he cheers up. But I also, that is interesting because I feel like that is the deal with Aubrey and also what I see with Nikki. Just being sort of impossible to please women. And I I think, and I did not feel this way until this very moment. And I, I was hoping that Nikki was going to go home because she's just kind of a bummer. I think she's going to go all the way now that we're talking about this. I think Polly is attracted to kind of girls who are impossible to please. Please, and he feels like he needs to cheer them up. Honestly, I thought she was going the last episode. Yeah. And then they did their barber chair kind of talk. Yeah. And they started going through things and uh, they got to Nikki's picture on the pad, iPad. Yeah. And the way Polly talked about Nikki, I had the same feeling. Yeah. Polly was like, yeah, I, I just have, I don't know, man. I got a real connection with her. I actually really like this girl. Like yeah. there was no like goofing and joking and like, Weird, like, you know, she's weird, but I kind of like how she's quirky, so let's keep her. Like, there was no produced talk right. with Polly. It was more like, hey, Vinny, honestly, I don't even really want to talk about this because I got to keep her here. She wants to leave. Like, I actually like this one, so I'm going to yeah. talk to her. Yeah. And uh, that's when I was like, oh, it's working. Yeah. Whatever Nikki's doing is working. It's working. Also, um, we have to talk about Christina. She was the Pilates instructor who does not like girls who was kind of hitting it off with Vinny I think on the second episode and then by the third episode she was like let me go meet Polly and then she went up to Polly she she's doing a lot of um, things too where she shows off her underwear which is not a good sign like getting on the floor and doing sort of dance well I don't know what's happening this was during the clubbing scene that happened in the basement of the mansion yeah they're all having a good time they have like a dance off where we get to see some of the girls moves we see uh, what's her name is her name Ashley there's one girl on there her name's Ashley it was the it was honestly the most fun dance to mock as soon as she was dancing I jumped up and started doing doing it normal dances and like girl dances and then all of a sudden (laughs) Ashley started doing like one and two and three and Uh, yeah and Uh, she was like doing things with her elbows Ashley (laughs) Ashley's doing all of the dances right now I wish you could see them but like there was like a lot of like Slap the leg. Yeah. Push it down. And jazz. It seemed like she was doing like jazzercise or something. And, and she was like so, like a lot of hair whips that seemed un- unnatural. Everybody's looking at her like, what is happening? That was a lot of fun. But during that, Christina gets in the middle, the, the aforementioned Pilates teacher with a yeah. bad attitude. Um, we find out she has celiac disease. There's a whole bunch of issues oh, going man. on with her. Oh, man. Thank you for reminding me about that. So, so she goes and she starts dancing and she's clearly trashed. Um, she does. She had talked about for like the first two episodes that she doesn't, she can't really eat any food they and did so it oh, hold she on drinks before. tequila or something and she's on the floor she's just got a leg up in the air and like her whole cooch is showing it's a whole deal the guys are like hmm this is odd yeah and then as people are dancing and having a good time Polly sits on a couch she sits next to him and Polly goes and she goes to um she goes to his pants. She's like, I don't like those jeans. No, she's just like, hey, your jeans. And she's like, oh, yeah, you like them? And he's like, she's like, no. And then kind of just a classic hot girl neg. Yeah. And turns her head. And Polly's just like literally looking at like 16 other girls that want to date him. Yeah. Um, who are like equally as attractive. Yeah. And less off-putting. And kind of just like, oh, okay, I should go talk to some of these girls. And gets up and leaves. And then this girl, Christina, goes outside. And it's like, I don't even understand what's going on right now. Like, clearly, I'm not supposed to be here. And it's like, you just were shitty to this guy yeah he responded equally shitty and now you're like i can't be here anymore yeah she's like i'm not used to having to chase guys and it's, it's like you were the just other way mean to him is all that happened yeah. now you were talking about her celiac disease and like maybe whether it's hard to tell if she's eating but they are doing they the editors did an excellent job where they have her uh footage of her talking about how like she only eats organic eggs she never only eats um like wild fish she never 
never eats chicken. She never eats beef. Like going through her whole diet. And then you can see the other girls she's talking to, like really losing interest, but trying to pay attention. And then they cut to her later at the pool eating a chicken skewer, going, Oh my God, this chicken is delicious. Yeah. After she just said she did not eat, she never ate chicken. And, and then eventually, after, delighted the, me. after the night of the club, uh, the next morning, she kind of just packs all her stuff yeah. and goes to leave and is basically telling the guys, like, hey, listen, I think it's the night of, actually. Yeah, it's like she comes home She's and like, Polly, like, we didn't connect and whatever. She's like, I'm wasting my life here. I only have 150 years on this planet, and I am wasting time here. This is not for me. I could be home exercising. And, you know... I think part of the reason is all of these girls are being like bussed in from different towns across the country. She says she lives five minutes away from here. Yeah. That's tough to be like uh, sequestered in this place that you're not having a good time in. Yeah. And knowing that you could literally walk to your own bed. Yeah. And I think she just had enough and she was just kind of telling Polly like it's not working. It's not working. I'm sorry. And, and the then, guys are like come on you just started. And, the, and then Vinny goes yeah come on and she's like I'm Vinny I'm sorry that nobody knows who you are and then just kind yeah. of leaves. Yeah. And both the guys are like oh okay great. Yeah. Go now. We don't give a shit. Yeah. They kind of laughed about how the fact that she said she has a short lifeline and it's only 150 years and she's wasting her life. Yeah. So um, she seems nuts. She does seem nuts. I went on Instagram and found her and it's a lot of like videos of her doing splits and like humping the ground. (laughs) In what reason? What's (laughs) like as if it's an exercise video? Like she's like doing like a yoga thing, but it's like really just like her getting up and like showing that she can hump the ground. And how many followers does she have? a lot i think she had like eighty thousand. that's yeah good. she had a good amount and it was cl- you know she didn't get eighty thousand for being on two episodes right, of a shot right, of love right. she clearly had her own following before this well good for her um who else is there anybody else you want to talk about before we wrap this thing up i mean i think that the the big thing for me is this like maria Vinny line like i want to see maria hang out with Polly. um I, I want to see Maria hang out with Vinny more. I want more Maria. That's really what I'm after in this show. I also want more Darren. You might remember her as the girl who was a fat kid who pretended to be a cat in the first episode. And, and Polly keeps bringing up the fact that she talks to plants. Yeah. I like her. I think she's I like fun. her too, actually. I'd yeah. like more of her to be involved. I'd like more Holly to be involved. Holly had a bunch of time though she's Holly being, did she, have a they're, bunch of they're showing her a lot and You're it's right. not in a great light but I like her I like her too you know and and like every time Vinny and Polly get to this like uh, cab ceremony and they're going over Holly they're like she's weird she says the wrong things she makes me uncomfortable but she seems like genuine she she means well is yeah what they keep saying but she they're like she has heart well. she has heart and it's like yeah I yeah. can tell that as are a they viewer. gonna pick the Jersey girl though no, they can't, can uh, they? They could. I just don't think they will. Man, I'm so bummed Nikki's going to make it all the way. I really feel confident about know, that now. That. We okay, well then she needs to be more fun. I need more from her besides just kind of like pouting in the corner. Like yeah. that's not a, a reality television character I'm interested in. Yeah. It doesn't work on the challenge. It doesn't work on are you the one. Like either get be engaging, be fun, or be vindictive and mean. Don't pout. Now, how about the girl, Brittany, from Nebraska, who's the weather girl who got up and after the club and vacuumed the whole place? I mean, she has a 16-year-old daughter. She needs to go home and take care of that daughter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how old is she? They I'm never talk. Guess, they never talk about How old it. do you think she is? I think she's 32. I bet you she's 35 or 6. I think she had her daughter when she was 16 or 17. Yeah. I mean, she's like 32, sure. 33. Uh, yeah. She seems cool though. She seems down to earth. She does, and they do like her. She was was she not in the group of girls in the last episode that they brought down and be like, guys, we're really upset because you guys are raising the bar too high. Yeah, like, I she think might she was have in been that, that group. group. Yeah, but they don't. They haven't really given her any time. Yeah. Um. Then there's the the model. I think she's a model. Um. With the scrunchy. Like who made bleach out with blonde Vinny? hair that made out with Vinny. Alyssa, She's got freckles, Elise? something like that. Tall, gorgeous. Do- gorgeous, doe-eyed lady. Um, she does look like a deer. She does look like a deer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like a little Bambi. Like you just she really look, does. 
You want to protect her. Um, then there was the other gorgeous black girl that was uh, a, also a model, I think. Nikki. Nikki. And she got sent she home, She got sent y'all. home. I mean, they kept giving her, they were like, we really like you. Like, they're basically saying, like, you're really pretty. Yeah. Like, can you talk to us a little yeah, bit? Yeah, you're like, pretty. Please, please talk to open us. Up. Don't make us throw you out because you're really pretty. And she's like, okay. And then just never did. Yeah. Um, and then there was the hot, how do you, the hot tub scene wasn't very good with Nikki. That was the Mm-mm. one, that was when Nikki, that, hold on. Did you just say the last girl's name was Nikki? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Her name's not Nikki. No, I don't know what her name is. What is her name? It doesn't really matter. She's off the show. But uh, there was this hot tub scene where they smashed about 12 of the girls with Vinny and Polly into the same dirty ass hot tub. Um, and I was waiting for a hot tub scene. I mean, that's the and Victoria, the, Victoria, which feels like a Nikki name, honestly. Could be Vicky. Yeah. Vicky, Nikki, all that stuff. Um, Victoria. And then so there was uh, just a lot of interesting scenes there. I, I can see what they're doing now. They're trying to bring the Jersey Shore to this house. Yeah. Which um, I wonder what they're going to do. I, I wonder what else they have to explore. I would like to see this show, but with Jay Wow and Snooki as Polly D and Vinny. I think that that would be more entertaining. Yeah, but uh, Snooki has a has a husband Get him that, out she, of here. that she loves. Um, what's his name? Polly D. No. I don't know <laughs> what's his name. His name is like, Giorgio. No, no, it's uh, Gianni. Gianni. Yeah, Gianni. And then uh, um, what's the the uh, Roger? Raj. Yeah, well, he's gone. Gianni. Well, we need a Roger and Gianni show. Ooh. Stat. Actually, those guys are boring. I've seen them together. It's not that much fun. Nick, do you have anything else you want to say? Nope. Folks, that is the show. Thank you so much for listening. Do us a favor um, and give us five stars on the Apple Podcast app and write a little something nice. It helps out our podcast, and we would really thank you for it. Um, if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at RealityBlowsPod. You can find Ashley on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts, and you can find me on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. And I said it before, but I'll say it again. Please email us at RealityBlowsPodcast at gmail.com and uh, send us a recommendation to watch something. We Come would on. really love that. Um, also, any comments, concerns, questions, we could uh, read them right here on the old podcast. And don't forget... We are coming to a city near you if you live in the southeast. Um, and uh, check Ashley's uh, Instagram and Twitter and, and hell, my Instagram and Twitter uh, for those dates. We set them at the beginning of the podcast. But uh, mid-June, baby, we are coming. We have four dates booked. And who knows? If we like it, we'll do it again. Who knows? Folks, that was the show. Thank you so much. And goodbye. Bye.